Hello, you awesome word nerds. Thank you for joining me. Um, the first chapter of this podcast is getting near, very, very, very near, very, very near. It's very nigh. Anyway, um, so we are at the last quarter of page 87, and uh, there will only be two episodes left for the letter A after this. It's very strange. Um, okay, our first word is A-Y-H, all caps. It is an abbreviation for American Youth Hostels. Have you ever stayed in a hostel? I stayed in a few. I, uh, I visited Hawaii a bunch of years ago, and I stayed in a couple hostels, and that was an interesting experience, especially because one of them was somewhat under construction and was... That was an experience. <laughs> I might have to write that whole trip out because that was a story. Anyway, next we have uh, Ayin. Or it would be Ayin, A-Y-I-N. It is a noun from 1823. The 16th letter of the Hebrew alphabet. See the alphabet table. I don't know those letters. This is obviously from Hebrew, Ayin, with an apostrophe before the letters. And it literally means I, E-Y-E. Uh, so that is a whole other thing. I could look into the etymology and the meaning of letters, especially... Uh, well, in this case, Hebrew, because maybe they each mean um, a, some sort of word. And then why do they mean that word? What is that? What's the connection there? I don't know. All right. Next, we have Aymara. Aymara. There's the, yeah, the emphasis, emphasis is on the last syllable. Capital A-Y-M-A-R-A. It is a noun from 1842. One, a member of an Indian people of Bolivia, Peru, and northern Chile. Number two, the language of the Aymara people. Of course, my brain wants to say Aymara, uh, but that is not what it tells me. Um, all right, next we have Ayrshire, or Ayrshire, or Asher. I think all of those are fine. Uh, it is spelled capital A-Y-R-S-H-I-R-E. It is a noun from 1856. Any of a breed of hardy dairy cattle developed in air or ire and usually marked with blotches of red or brown with white. Gotta post a picture of these cute cattles. I don't care what they look like. They're going to be cute. This is from Ayrshire, Scotland. However you want to pronounce that word. Next we have Ayurveda. Ayurveda, A-Y-U-R-V-E-D-A. This is a noun. It is often capitalized from 1788, a form of holistic alternative medicine that is the traditional system of medicine in India. And Ayurvedic is an adjective also often capitalized. This is from Sanskrit, Ayurveda, with an H at the end. And now we're going to learn where it comes from. It is from the word Ayu or Aya. A-Y-U-H, which means life or vital power, from Veda, which means knowledge. Veda sounds like uh, somebody in maybe the the Northeast uh, saying Darth Vader. Hey, Darth Veda, what's up? Anyway, so uh, life and knowledge, or vital power and knowledge. 
I love I love seeing things like that. Like where how did these words combine to make up uh, what what it is what the word is that we're talking about? All right, next we have a z, uh, both lowercase. Uh, it is an abbreviation for one azimuth, a z i m u t h as azimuth, or azimuth. Either one is fine. Um, or number two, Azure, A-Z-U-R-E. Now we have A-Z, all caps. It is an abbreviation for Arizona. Next, we have a prefix, A-Z or A-Z-O. It is, um, well, it's a prefix, I said. It doesn't give me a year. And it means containing nitrogen, especially as the divalent group, N equals N, as in azine. A-Z-I-N-E, or azine. That was weird in my brain that I said, as in, azine, because it sounds very similar. Or it could just be pronounced as in. Probably not, but it could be, as in, as in. This is from lots of things. It is from French azote, or pronounced in the French way, which means nitrogen uh, plus, or from... Let's see, Greek zotikos, uh, which means maintaining life, from zoe, which means life, and there is more at the word quick. Next, we have another prefix. It is A-Z-A or A-Z. It is, um, let's see, it means containing nitrogen in place of carbon and usually the the, the divalent group NH for the group CH2, or a single trivalent nitrogen atom for the group CH, as in azathioprene. Yeah, more science. We, we've sort of left science in general for a long, long time, but it has come back with a vengeance. Well, maybe only two words. Oh, no, I see more ahead. All right, next we have azalea, A-Z-A-L-E-A. This is a noun from 1760, any of a subgenus of rhododendrons with funnel-shaped corollas and usually deciduous leaves, including many species and hybrid forms cultivated as ornamentals. And this is, let's see, uh, New Latin, it is the genus name azalea from the Greek uh, feminine of azaleos, which means dry, and that is from azine, which means to parch or dry. It is akin to the Hittite, again, I haven't looked it up, H-I-T-T, word hat, H-A-T, with a thing below the H. That is a prefix, actually, and that means to dry up and probably to the Latin ador or ador, which means emmer, E-M-M-E-R. Don't know that word. Anyway, that's Azalea. Let's post a picture. Next, we have azathioprene, which we just mentioned in our example from the A-Z-A prefix. Azathioprene, that's how you pronounce it. A-Z-A-T-H-I-O-P-R-I-N-E. I have no idea if I spelled it, but if I did, you have it again. Now, this is a noun from 1962. A purine or purin Antimetabolite C9H7N7O2S used especially as a immunosuppressant. There you go. Next we have azazel, azazel, or it could be azazel. Capital A Z A Z E L. That's a fun name. 
Uh, it's a word, but it's a name. It is a noun from 1674. An evil spirit of the wilderness to which a scapegoat was sent by the ancient Hebrews, Hebrews in a ritual of atonement. It's not the Hebrews. It's a Hebrews. Um, Azazel or Azazel. It is, uh, yeah, it's a Hebrew word. That's pretty much all it says. Maybe there's some cool, uh, you know, when you're like, when you're watching a horror movie and they're looking through an old book and there's all these old pieces of art with like demons and devils and things like that. Maybe we can find a cool picture uh, like that of Azazel. Um, all right, next we have Aziotrope. A-Z-E-O-T-R-O-P-E. It is a noun from... 1938, a liquid mixture that is characterized by by a constant minimum or maximum boiling point, which is lower or higher than that of any of the components. What? A liquid mixture that is characterized by a constant minimum or maximum boiling point, which is lower or higher than that of any... I don't understand. Um, All right, let's see. This is from A plus Zio which is from the Greek zine, which means to boil, uh, plus trope, which means something changed. From the Greek tropos, which means turn, and there's more at the words yeast and trope. Next we have, I think it is Azerbaijani. 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 Capital A-Z-E-R-B-A-I-J-A-N-I. It is a noun from... Circa 1909, one, a member of a Turkic-speaking people of Azerbaijan and northwest Iran. Uh, Number two, the Turkic language of the Azerbaijanis, and Azerbaijani is also an adjective. This is Persian, um, Azerbaijani, Azerbaijan, yep, that's what it says. Uh, So, They Might Be Giants have a song, no, 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 wait, am I... I'm, I'm thinking of a couple of things here. So there's two things. First, They Might Be Giants have a song where they go through the alphabet and they give um, a country name to each letter. And I think in one of the versions or in one of the verses, they do say Azerbaijan for the letter A. But I might also be thinking of the Animaniacs song where they go through all the countries in the world at the time And they might have mentioned it there, too. I'll see if I can find a clip of one or both. Whichever one is right, maybe they're both right. It's just a fun word to say. Azerbaijan, Bolivia, Canada. All right. Next, we have Azeri, or Azeri, uh, capital A-Z-E-R-I. It is a noun from uh, 1979, and we have the synonym Azerbaijani. Anything interesting else we want to say about that um, in the etymology? No. Next, we have azid, or no, azide. Azide, yeah. A-Z-I-D-E. It is a noun from circa 1904. A compound containing the group N3 combined with an element or radical. What's a radical? Next, we have azido. A-Z-I-D-O. It is an adjective from circa 1926. Yeah, these uh, scientific chemistry words have definitely come back with a vengeance. Um, it is related, relating to or containing the monovalent group N3, often used in combination. Combination with what? I don't know. Oh, maybe this word. 
Um, azidothymidine. Azidothymidine. Yeah, it is a noun. And it is our last word of the episode. I should probably say that. A-Z-I-D-O-T-H-Y-M-I-D-I-N-E. It's a noun from 1974, and we just have the synonym A-Z-T, which I'm assuming is pronounced azd. Uh, Let's look ahead. Well, there's just one azd. It's, uh, oh, it's it's pronounced A-Z-T or A-Z-T. Really? That's the only thing for the word? A-Z-T in here? Anyway, uh, yeah, I guess that could be. It's the synonym A-Z-T. Oh, because it's it's the uh, it's the abbreviation for it. Okay, that is it. We're going to leave the last word on this page until the next episode. We're getting there, people. Almost one letter down. Uh, what do I got to say? I don't know. Thank you for listening. Um, I, I should be saying this more often, but genuinely, genuinely, if you like or even dislike this podcast, please give me a rating on whatever platform you're listening, especially Apple Podcasts. Um, Five-star rating would be awesome, and if even if you like it or you hate it, write something. Um, it really does help. I hate being that guy to say those things, but it does help, and... Um, you know, let's, if you don't like it, tell me why. I might not listen, but you know, you can tell me. I got an email address. Go check the episode description, email address, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. I got all those things. I don't do like TikTok or any of those whatevers. I don't know what those things are. They're all going to change and I'm going to be left in the dust. All right. Thank you for listening. And until next time, this is Spencer, the idiot reading you the dictionary. Goodbye.